0: Take it away. Hallelujah. Glory to our Father. Glory to our King. We are at the Lord's table, and we are here to celebrate communion. We are here to celebrate him dying on the cross or him being beaten and spitting on our behalf. But there's a celebration, there's joy, there's excitement. So can we approach communion with joy and excitement of what he has done for us on the cross? that he set us free from the law of sin and death, that he set us free, that he died on the cross for our sins, for the remission of our sins. We should have joy where there is a celebration, there is excitement, there's joy. How are we gonna approach communion? Who the Son sets free is free indeed. We give you the glory, Father. We give you the honor. We are here at the Lord's table. What do you need? We are here at the Lord's table. Come and sup with me. Come and sup with me. Glory to God. You all may be seated. I just want to make sure that we approach communion properly. Have the proper understanding, the outlook on communion. We're here going to talk about eating and drinking unworthily. Eating and drinking unworthily. Communion. It's not an obligation, it's not a ritual, but it's a celebration of our relationship with our Lord, our Savior, Jesus Christ. Where is our excitement, Body of Christ? Can we picture him being nailed to the cross, being beaten, the thorn on his forehead? the hot sun beeping on his skin? Can we see the trickle of the blood coming down? Can we see him being nailed to the cross? Can you picture that? Can you picture him being nailed to the cross? Can you picture him being beaten, smitten? Him not getting up? Him not getting up? Can we picture the cross? Can that make a permanent imprint on our hearts and our minds. The nails being driven in his hand, his hands quivering. Can you see it? Can that be on our hearts and our minds today? So eat and drink. Matthew chapter 26, verse 26 to 28. Now as they were eating, Jesus took bread, and after blessing it, he broke it, And gave it to the disciples. He said take. I'm going to stop here. Take. He gave up. Voluntarily he gave up. Take eat. This is my body. And when you have taken a cup. And given thanks. He gave it to them saying. Drink from it all of you. This key words. Take all. For this is my blood. Of the new and better covenant. Which ratifies and ratifies the agreement is being poured out for many for the forgiveness of sins. This is how we receive forgiveness of our sins because Christ died on the cross for us. Amen. He offered himself voluntarily as a victim, undergoing death, showed it forth by the broken bread and the poured out wine. This is how we remember what Jesus did for us. We eat the bread. We should remember how Jesus was broken pierced, beaten with stripes for our redemption, our freedom. As we drink the cup, we should remember that his blood was poured out on Calvary for all of us, for the whole entire world. Worthily. It's not about our value, but how we approach communion. 1 First, First Corinthians 11, chapter 27. Verse 27 through 30. So then whoever eats the bread or drinks the cup of the Lord in a way that is unworthy of him will be guilty of profaning and sinning against the body and the blood of the Lord. But a person must prayerfully examine himself and his relationship to Christ. Only when he has done so shall he eat and drink the bread of the cup. For anyone who eats and drinks without solemn reverence and a heartfelt gratitude for the sacrifice of Christ eats and drinks judgment on himself if he does not recognize the body of Christ. That careless or unworthy participation is the reason why many of us are weak and sick in our body and a number of our sleep. Unworthily, not speaking of being worthy or unworthy of value, but in an improper, careless manner, absent of of Christian love or spirit, of service to one another, self-centered, without a desire, to depart from sin. So here Paul is really talking to the Corinthians. The church. Supposed to be Christians. At this time they were having. A, they were celebrating Passover. They observed the meal. But there was division. You had the rich running in. Gathering all the food. Leaving the poor aside. There was gluttony. There was drunkenness. Class distinctions, party spirit. Despite being converted, some neither love God or their brethren. Neither love God or the person that you sit next to. So Paul said, wait, wait, before we approach the Lord's table. And what what is that wait? That I was talking to my husband. This just blew my mind. What was Paul saying when he said wait? He said, wait until you can let the love of Christ fill your hearts for each other. From everyone in this room, do we have love for each other? I'm talking from the front of the church to the back of the church. He said, let the love of Christ fill your heart. This is communion. We should have love for God and each other, the sacrifice. He said, wait before we approach the Lord's table. Because what was going to be done, what was going to happen, what was going to occur if we were all united? Before we say communion today, let the love of Christ fill your hearts for each other. Down to the babies, down to you, auntie, for your healing. Let the love of Christ, for you, DJ, for you to be totally healed. Let the love of Christ fill your hearts for each other. This is about our love for God, our love for each other, and servitude, because that's really what love is. Love. Let the love of Christ fill your hearts. He said, wait, pause, think. We're about to approach the Lord's table. There's healing, there's deliverance that can even take place today. If we will have the love of Christ in our heart for everyone who walked through that door. For everyone who walked through that door. Lord, fill my heart with your love, with your compassion. For everyone who walked through that door. Because that's healing, that's deliverance, that's freedom that needs to take place in our hearts, in our minds, in our body. Can it be today? For Auntie, can it be today? She walked through that door. I saw her say, Lord, heal her. If only we would have love in our hearts for her. Only we had love for DJ when that text went out. Do we have love for God to heal him? Where was our heart? Where was our attitude? For everyone that walked through the door today, Walker Ministries, there's healing, there's deliverance that has to take place today. Wait until they could let love, the love of Christ, fill their hearts for each other ponder really take hold of that because I'm like God we have to What's what is communion how to how are we to approach the Lord's table it's like we have such a nonchalant attitude I'm gonna, I'm gonna get my bread get my wine yeah he died on the cross my sins but a relationship do we really believe that and are we operate in that deep love and compassion that drove him to the cross and allowed him to stay there even to the thief on the cross. He said, you will see see me in paradise. The dangers of eating and drinking unworthily. Again, 1 Corinthians 29 through 30. For anyone who eats and drinks without solemn reverence and heartfelt gratitude, are we thankful for the cross? Are we thankful for the sacrifice? As I was studying, I was examining my, my own heart. Because I'm like, like, God, I have to approach your throne. I need you to move in my life. For anyone who eats and drinks without solemn reverence and heartfelt gratitude for the sacrifice of Christ eats and drinks judgment on himself if he does not recognize the body of Christ. Careless, unworthy participation is the reason. He's given us this is the reason why many of us are sick in our bodies. Where there's division, there's every evil work. There's sickness, there's disease. Can't, we can't miss serve. Jesus came to serve the whole entire world. Are we willing to serve each other? What is serve? Serve is the help. The lowliness of heart and mind, seeking to build one, one another up in humility and love. Matthew chapter 20, verse 28. Just as the Son of Man did not come to be served, but to serve and to give his life as a ransom for many, paying the price to set them free from the penalty of sin. Are we willing to serve each other today? Are we willing to serve the world? Are we willing to love? Because I can't serve without love. What, are, what is the need of the person sitting beside you today? We have to get this love down because I said, I was talking to, Christ, I said, to my husband, I said, it's all love. I said, we tried to do a deep study, Hebrew, Greek. I said, it's love. Where is our love for each other? Where is my love for you as a wife? Where am I? Where do you need help? What area in your life that you needed me to intercede and pray for you? What area? How can we pray? How can we contend for one another? Are we willing to serve each other? Not just the pastor or teacher. To be a great leader, you have to serve and obey. We have to serve. Go out to the least of these. Jesus washed the feet of his disciples. Are we willing to love each other? Are we willing to serve? Are we willing to ask God before we approach communion? Fill my heart, God, with your love. Don't let me come to this table. Don't let me come to this table, Father. Damnation to ourselves. Who needs healing? Who needs deliverance? This is the Lord's table. This is communion where we come together unified with the meal, the bread and wine, a celebration of our Lord, Savior, Jesus Christ, that he died on the cross for our sins. The reality that he died on the cross for our sins. That this is not a story of old, but this is the reality. That Jesus Christ, the Messiah, the Lord of Lords, the King of Kings, that he died on the cross for our sins so we can be free. So we can be free from the law of sin of death, from depression, oppression, suicide, from our own thoughts, from fear, from anxiety, from sexual vices from sexual immorality. This is the price that the Lord paid. He said partake of this freedom. Partake of this freedom today. Who the Lord sets free is free indeed. But he said, come to my table properly. Approach my table with love as you're coming up. God, who needs healing? Who needs deliverance? Who needs a breakthrough? I'm approaching the Lord's table today. Heal my auntie. She's still here. Why she's still here? This is communion. Do we have an expectation from the Lord? Are our hearts right today? Has God filled your heart? Where's the barometer of love in your heart? Is it low? Is it high today? Healing and deliverance should take place at communion. This is the Lord's table. There should be miracles. There should be signs and wonders breaking out at the Lord's table. He said, but approach... Approach my, approach my table. Uh, when you have the bread and wine, bring healing, Father. Bring deliverance. Bring freedom today. We are at the Lord's table. We are at the Lord's table. We got to remember, Father, the cost and the price you, you paid for our sins. That you died on the cross for me. Because I'm going to bring this home. Because... A lot of us have forgotten the cross. We have forgotten the sacrifice, the cares of this life, family, job has robbed us of our relationship with our Lord, Savior, Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ died on the cross for our sins. He was hung on the cross, nailed, pierced, beaten with the thorn on his head. Who would pay that price for me?